Hello, beautiful alchemist. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today we have a very inspiring conversation. Uh, today's guest is a very dear friend of mine named Amy Sage. And if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, especially right before COVID, you may remember that there were some episodes called um, The Light of Day. And those episodes featured me with two friends, um, DeAndrea and Amy. And we would often talk about the energy of the current month and uh, also share some insights about our personal paths with energy work. And since then, um, around the start of COVID, uh, all three of us had some very significant changes in our lives, a lot of movement, um, as all of you, I'm sure, listening, we all <laughs> experienced some very interesting and significant changes in the last few years. So uh, we weren't able to do the podcasts in the way that we had been, but we all individually stayed very connected to our practices and, of course, connected in our friendship. So today, um, I'm very excited to share with you this conversation with Amy, where she will share with you how helpful her practice has been, not only just in her life experience and expression in general, uh, she does get into a lot of how Reiki helped her on an emotional level, helped her gain clarity, helped her with her path in life and working through um, her own layers of what came up and had been revealed to her. I think, again, this will be very resonant for so many of you. But another thing that is very exciting on the other side of a lot of what has come up for her in the last few years, she was inspired to create these amazing Reiki retreats in Florida. And if you're watching this video, you'll actually see in her background um, just how beautiful the location is. But she has curated these Reiki retreats that give you about a week to really submerge yourself in your healing. And we go through so many different uh, healing cycles where, you know, we may feel called to a session or we may feel called to a class, but sometimes we just need a few days, a space and time to just really dive in and get that nourishing on a soul level. And there's nothing better than having that space held for us, being able to get individual work as well as the support and connection of community. So what she shares will really tie into all of that. But more importantly, I think you will get a lot of insight and inspiration from her story overall. So sit back, relax. And if you wanna connect with Amy, learn more about her work, go to amysagereiki.com or you can find her on Instagram at amy.sage.reiki and all of that of course is down in the show description. So enjoy the show and I will see you on the other side. Hey everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I'm your host Yolanda and today we are with one of my favorite friends, Amy Sage of Amy Sage Reiki. I'm sure a lot of you remember Amy. Um, she, DeAndrea, and I used to do light of day episodes here on Reiki Radio, but life happened, COVID happened, and we're going to catch up today. 
So, Amy, first of all, babe, it's just so good to see your face. Oh, it's so good to see you, too. It's crazy just seeing how beautiful the background is. Um, now, you being in Florida, that tree, I'm like, God, I want to be where you are. And oh. <laughs> that's one of the things we're going to talk about. I mean, because you're literally on location of where the Reiki retreats are being held. But before we get into that, I do want to just, because I don't think we ever had a conversation alone, but give everyone a little bit of background about how you personally came into the path of Reiki and why you even felt inspired to start teaching. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thank you so much for um, having me on the podcast. I love it. I love listening to you and all of your amazing guests. You have so much to share. Love it. Thank you. Um, my path with Reiki started 10 years ago, and I was new to energy healing, but I was just stuck in a space and holding on to emotions that I didn't want to hold on to anymore, and waking up every day and not feeling well, and not knowing what to do with all these emotions I didn't know how to release or move forward from. And so energy healing and Reiki was kind of, it was my savior, honestly, it taught me so much about our energy field and what we hold and why we hold the things we do. So, and how, when we release them, we feel different and we evolve. And Reiki was this thing for me that created awareness in my life. It gave me meaning. It gave my life meaning because we all have those questions of like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? I used to ask that to you all the time. I'd be like, I don't understand my purpose. Reiki helped me understand what my purpose is. And it also helped me to have a lot of passion and patience and courage and strength and just life force that we all need to move forward. So it was my gateway to learn so many other healing modalities. And now I incorporate, you know, crystals into my healing and I do crystal grids and I teach about crystals and how do you sacred geometry together. And all these other amazing spiritual tools that all just originated from practicing Reiki. And so I've been able to integrate that into my healings and into the, the people that I work with to share what I know and to share how it helped me along my path to become closer to the divine and understand what myself was trying to tell me. We all look outside of ourselves for answers when really we needed, we need to create stillness and peace within us to hear what our inner voice is saying, because we will guide ourselves as you know. Yeah. So that was that's a brief history of my Reiki experience and how much it's helped me. It's so funny listening to you so much like lit up because one, just as, you know, a practitioner and listening to you, I can relate to a lot of what you said, but also being able to thankfully develop this friendship over these last 10 or so years, I've seen firsthand the impact that your practice has had on you. Um, so I have to ask you about that because you hit a lot of points that I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with like that stage we go through questioning I mean just for people listening like you were working in corporate you were getting paid very well like you had a good job stable everything and still there was something in you questioning and like 
there's something more, I, I'm feeling like something's missing. And so I think that's a very common experience that a lot of us go through. And so you start into Reiki and it was interesting, I think, for people to know too, it's not like it all happened overnight. I mean, you had this this feeling, this question that led you to Reiki. And as you kept practicing, these changes started happening with you, like you said, where you started getting more courage and you started being more curious about other things. Like you're like the crystal queen and all of these things happen. But could you talk a little bit about what that was like going through? Because it was a long period of you transforming and getting to the place where you finally decided something's got to change. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because Reiki does have this ripple effect on you. And honestly, that struggle that I've had through so many years that you watched me evolve through was me not listening to my heart. Mm -hmm. And that struggle, what society tells us we need to do and be and that deep conditioning we receive because we are human and we are having a human experience of how do I unlayer myself and find out what I really want and what is it what is it and what does it look like and it was really hard for me because I had that constant struggle of well no I, I need to do a certain thing a certain way and I didn't know how to transform out of my old way of thinking because it was a present way of thinking. And I was having this duality struggle of, I know I have to do something with Reiki. And I'm so thankful to you for our friendship because you kind of nudged me along the way too. I remember years later after we did some Reiki training together, you brought me back into it and said, all right, come on now, let's, let's get going again. And it was just those constant touches of, throughout the, these last years of learning Reiki even more and deepening my practice and then working on other people and seeing what they're going through and how many similarities we have and how I could share Reiki to help them evolve through what they were going through too. So it did take me a long time. It took me many years to understand what I needed to do with Reiki. And even years ago, you know, before COVID happened, when I started my practice, it didn't even feel right yet because I wasn't quite aligned with some more healing that I had to do stemming around like showing up yeah. and being, being there for others and getting rid of my own ego. Like ego is, has a huge play in our day-to-day -day life and it gets in the way so much of what we should truly be sharing. And, and so it was a challenge, but I encourage everyone that especially is going through the same thing to keep moving forward with it because Reiki has a way of leading you to the light for, you know, a great way of explaining it. But it is, it is. Yeah. And it's crazy you say that because I think a lot of people struggle with that too, of they feel that inner calling, but they don't know, like there's something in them that's, they just can't break through it quite yet. But you make a really good point because a lot of it happens just with focusing on our own healing. And so we go through these. I, it's funny. I just literally sent out a newsletter talking about this, like how for me it was the same. I had to go into years of even though I was holding sessions and doing work for other people, my primary focus was my own healing and recognizing my my resistance and my own fears and my own all the things. And it wasn't until I worked through my layers, did more 
like opportunities, awareness and inspiration start to open up around how I can share this with other people. So I think it's a good point for anyone who's in that weird space, just keep with your healing and things will start to open up like you won't believe. Yeah. So speaking of which, a couple of things are coming up to mind about this. So back then, um, like I said, people may remember that you, DeAndre and I did light of day episodes and we, the three of us, we had our own little covens where we would get together and do energy work on each other. We would do, well, Amy would create these amazing crystal grids and we would just, just do work together. It was like, you know, our own little sisterhood community, which I think is another thing that, um, really helps people to have that support as a side note. But then around COVID, even right before, things shifted dramatically for all three of us. And I can't help but think about that last um, healing event we did together at your place. Remember, we, I mean, it was like really detailed. <laughs> I mean, we were working with we the elements, everything. Oh yeah, I wrote out uh, wrote out a script. We spoke together, like our voices came by. It was it was very powerful yeah. and created big shifts in us. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, I mean, everything shifted in crazy ways for all of us. So at that time, we were all three living in San Diego. Then you, through your work, created this huge opening for accepting like. I just say like love in your life that was like aligned with you. You got married, moved to Florida. Deandra had a huge shift in her life. She moved away to Virginia. I had huge things cracking open. I went to the East Coast for two and a half years. I mean, we all three just, God, but thank God for the healing work, right? So then you get to Florida. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that because you were, again, like in the thick of your healing, but externally, even your life was changing so much. So what was that like using energy work to support you through life transitions? Yeah, yeah. Um, in complete honesty, the first two years that we moved down to Florida was a lot of shadow work. Yeah. Uh, really challenging struggles of how to show up for others with love and not be so self-centered and um, really taking myself out of the comfort zone of something that I knew how to be for so long and dive into an unknown, you know, and it was living with people that I wasn't used to living with. It was having other energies around me that I wasn't used to. So the first two years were a struggle and I sort of lost my practice. I did. I, I was just as I said, doing my shadow work, working on life, those life lessons that bring us to where we are now. And I had um, finally gotten to a point where I was like, I need to do something. I have to shift myself. And so I found a Reiki practitioner there and she um, did the bio wellness um, thing on me. I'm sorry, forgive me. I don't know what it's called, but you put a contraption on your finger and it, um, I don't know, it measures like your chakras and things like that. But anyway, I, this woman and she could she knew she was a great healer and she gave me just some awareness of how I was with myself yeah and that me, Yolanda 
within the next like month or so, I ended up finding a spiritual community. I ended up working with this wonderful spiritual center that allowed me space to practice Reiki again. And then I began teaching as well. And I began finding my way back to community and back into a healing community and a Reiki community. And fortunately, I was able to pick up in a space where I was able to help others. And there are a lot of people that were new to Reiki in that area. So I was able to share how Reiki helps and how it can transform you through those life struggles, especially with what I had just gone through. Again, turning back to Reiki to get me out of where I was. And it was just a huge opportunity and learning lesson to go through. Yeah, it's crazy hearing you say this. And I I love all the things that you're sharing, because again, I think so many people will resonate with it. Like that part where we go through where we get slammed into the shadow work. And for a lot of people that can be confusing, because they think this is all just like, oh, my God, this came in my life, it feels so much better. But it really does lead us to Yeah, but if you work on these parts that have been hidden, or that have been repressed, if you don't shy away from it, it's like you can't even put into words how much it changes you in the most phenomenal ways. I mean, shadow work sounds scary and weird to people, but it really genuinely is like one of the most important aspects that we can come across in this, right? So you go through all of that which side note, DeAndre and I are in the background, like, oh my God, is our pumpkin locations in Florida? We don't even know what's happening. Same <laughs> for you guys. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It was it was so much, but it was good in the end, right? And but yeah. the thing you point out too is like you even had that period where you fell away from your practice because you were just so in the thick of and a lot of people experience that too. So could you talk a little bit about what that was like for you to reconnect into your practice? Because a lot of people are afraid that like, if they step away too long, they can't come back in. Yeah, especially as a practitioner, I feel like it's a natural part of our process to go through these ups and downs. Um, and then to always find our way back to Reiki and... Um, Girl, I don't even remember your question. <laughs> how do you get back into how do you get back into it after being away from it for so long? Well, I think for me, the way I recognized I need to get back into it was I was again in these stuck emotions. Yeah. I had to find my way out by myself. I had to find a support system and a way that I could connect with it. And Reiki is just such a, a phenomenal, gentle way to receive healing in such a harmonious way that you bring yourself back in a balance and you find awareness that when I was able to finally recognize I need a session, I need a session here. <laughs> Let me yeah. find somebody. And once I became back into that, I realized, you know, as a practitioner, I have so much to share. I need to find that community. And I had to understand that doing everything alone isn't a solution. We have to find to support us because when that person is giving and holding healing space for me, I am able now to elevate myself and bring my healing abilities back to the table and show up for others and help them get through their next part, whether it's teaching them how to, you know, connect more with self, to create a ritual, to um, uh, shift their perspective. And that's what it was for me too. Reiki was able to to help me shift my perspective as a practitioner and as someone that receives it as healing. Mm 
And it was just finding my way back to it was a huge relief. It was a relief I didn't even know I needed. Yeah. Yeah. So much of what I love what you're saying is because sometimes I get a little frustrated and sad. I think people only think Reiki is just like, you know, like the hands-on, like physical ailments, balancing, but, but so much of what you're sharing is pointing to how phenomenal, phenomenal, can we speak phenomenal? It is for us just personally, like on an emotional level, getting through our blocks, like working through our resistance, all of our stuff, like just our stuff. But in that we do also get a lot of, um, I would say it's like you have this gratitude that you get to share that with other people and you get to support other people through the same types of life's challenges. But again, don't forget like you, your work is what is really the key, right? And you talked about community. And like I mentioned before, you, DeAndre and I, like we really help each other through some interesting cycles of life. But could you talk a little bit about that? Um, like how it almost like, uh, what do you call it? Like it encourages us when we get to connect with community. Like what has that been like coming to a place where you know no one and then the impact of that? Yeah, it was um, it was a struggle at first because I didn't really know where to look or what to do or what the people were about. And at first I thought, oh, there's a no spiritual community here at all. But really I wasn't looking in the right spaces. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I had that experience down in Miami and now I'm up in central Florida. And once we came up here, I kind of knew right away what to do and who to seek out. And I found a community and Reiki friends really quickly and helping me not only to connect with others, but to find out like really what the community needs as well. So I started hosting some group Reiki Um, circles here on the property and it's been interesting seeing the people come in because a lot of them are inquisitive and they're first timers and they're not really sure what to expect and 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 it's a really relaxing experience but to listen to people after they've had the group reiki and they usually come in with a friend so right there for community coming in and sharing experiences and you know this one woman came in and and she sat down and, you know, laid down during the, the group Reiki and the guided meditation. And when she got back up and she crossed her legs and she was like, oh, I wasn't able to cross my legs before we started. And it was true. She sat down and she, I could see her kind of being really stiff. And, you know, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know. And so she got up and she was just so shocked she could actually bend her knees. And I didn't know that was going to happen. I was elated for her. I mean, that's fantastic. You never know how Reiki's going to go for people. And, and being in a new community and trying to reach out, it's actually really helped me step into this role and be having so much trust Reiki, knowing that it can help them. And in this, there's a lot of people that use Reiki to help with their physical ailments. And, you know, there's a person I worked on recently and he got up off the table and he's, you know, stretching and moving his body and he looks down his, his feet and he's wiggling his toes and he's like, I haven't wiggled my toe in 30 years and now I'm wiggling. They told me this whole experience. So what's important about community is when you start educating others, knowledge is power. 
And when they begin to understand how much energy healing helps them, they begin to share that experience with others. And then we begin to create a community together of deepening our spirituality and being able to utilize energy healing in conjunction with whatever else we have going on as well. So it's been experience working with community. Well, it's been really, really interesting, like at a distance, you know, seeing and hearing little snippets of what it is you've been going through with reconnecting to your practice. And now, I mean, um, a while ago, when I saw that you started sharing and holding circles and teaching even crystal classes, I was so excited for you. I didn't know what to do. And I just think your story is so inspiring and will help a lot of people, you know, recognize, like, just stay with it. You don't have to worry. We all go through phases. I think that's the thing to remember, like on your path, you're going to go through phases. Life is going to happen. Your practice sometimes is harder on some days than others, but you start to recognize just how valuable it is. So you've gone through all of this. You've been gone now for years. Uh, miss you but now you started doing these reiki retreats and anyone watching the video they can literally see how beautiful it is where you are I mean that tree alone is like everything yeah so what inspired the reiki retreats and can you talk a little bit about why they're being held out in nature yes um well the reiki retreats have been on my mind for a while now, probably a couple yeah. of years. And last year I really started thinking about it. How can I make this happen? What does it mean? And it was so overwhelming at the time and I just wasn't in the right space, but the seeds were starting to be planted. And we stumbled upon this this place here in um, Weirsdale. It's just, a, it's like Northeast Central Florida. And it is like stepping onto another space in time and it's 400 acres of this equestrian property and there's beautiful paddocks and pastures everywhere and there's horses and there's these beautiful oak trees like the one I'm standing under and there's water and ponds you can fish in and walking trails there's like an enchanted forest here that I walk through that is just submersed in these amazing trees and the energy here here is so palpable when we came here and discovered this space I was just like like I can breathe deeper like there is just something so electrifying about this space you can see because I'm like all excited about it to share it with you and the more time I spent here in this space I was like wow I I think there's something here and then I started having conversations with people and this space is actually set up for retreats don't you know they have these beautiful villas on the property and they're all private. You have your own bedroom, bathroom, living room, kitchen, your porch with like a rocking chair. And you have these amazing views in front of you, of these pastures mm-hmm. and these trees. And there's, you know, a restaurant here. And then they also have these um, spaces that um, were available. And I decided to rent one for my office. And everything just sort of divided. Oh, we have office space. Can I look at that? Like, and it just sort of happened very organically and it Mm -hmm. evolved that way. And I just figured what better time than now? What better time than now for people to be able to get away for like a week 
and to submerse themselves in nature because nature in and of itself, as you know, is incredibly healing. Right. Just to be under the trees, to have your phone set down and you be connected with the earth and how much Mother Earth provides for us and helps us to feel better. Combining nature and combining energy healing was just kind of like a no-brainer. And this is just the perfect way to do it in. And they have um, availability during the month of December. And I said, you know what, let's just do this. Let's put it out there. People could come in. It's full accommodations are taken care of. Your transportation to and from the airport, which was easy enough to figure out. Like, really, it's about logistics. And if you're smart enough to figure out logistics, then it's, you know, easy to put together almost. And there's healing sessions involved. I got these beautiful, I became certified in sound healing. I'm able to um, utilize my crystal bowls and doing healings every day. So you have each night, there's a sound healing with a guided meditation that will be in support of the reason that you're here. And same thing with your one-on-one Reiki sessions that you'll be receiving and a deep submersive in nature. And we spend a day also out on the Silver Springs River where we kayak and it's, it's a super easy kayak ride. Believe me, I know because I am not, not a person, but I would, you're not even sore afterwards. The river does the work for you, but you are completely submersed in this other nature where there's all this wildlife around you. And so you get to bring in things like shamanism and working with animal totems. And, you know, you're working with the clear water beneath you and there's manatees and there's alligators and there's, you know, sometimes we see monkeys and turtles and there's so many messages for you within nature that when you combine nature, it's, you will not leave the same person you arrived. You're going to be transforming immensely. Oh my God, I want to come. I'm like, wait, Ames, where are you? I wish I could. You know, but this is the thing. It's like when I saw you post about it, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I was so thankful, like you sent to me so I could see and read about everything, which is why, you know, again, like you say, no brainer. I was like, well, you have to come and share this with people because so many, I think, especially now on the other side of, um, what we've all gone through in the last few years, people are just trying to find their footing again. People are trying to reground. People are trying to feel connected to themselves in new ways. And we all, I think what we've gone through has changed us all. And some of us, yes, we may have the tools that help us kind of like acclimate to how we're changing. But a lot of people, they're still struggling with like, a lot is coming up for me. I feel different. I don't know. I don't know about my relationship, my job, my path, my this, my that. And so this just seems like a perfect space where it's like, okay, slow down (laughs) and let's reconnect. Yeah. So I have to ask you about too, um, is this, are they scheduled? Cause you mentioned December so people can come in December, but do they also have the ability to do, um, maybe like privates with you, like say it's like a group of five friends, could they schedule to come at their own time or how did that work? So I kind of have like um, an itinerary just to keep us structured because there's also downtime you get too, because the whole purpose of being here is for you to relax. It's for you to de-plug and work on whatever it is you're working on. And so, yes, everyone will be receiving a one-on-one private Reiki session and you actually get two private Reiki sessions. 
And that's a lot to do in a week because as you know, even one session can majorly trans- um, shift you and you yeah. need time to. In- but the great thing is you get two one-on-one sessions that are completely geared up and in support of the reason that you're here. So we discussed that before you come in. I want to know why you're here. What's your purpose here? So I can create crystal grids and create guided meditations that are going to be in support of what you are, what your goal is, yeah. you know, whether deep relaxation, whether that be getting through some tough emotional things, making decisions, um, things like that. So there's lots of time for healing. There's lots of time for one-on-one sessions and um, group work as well. Because as we both know, there's a lot of energy in group work. And so when you work with it, it just creates even more powerful results. So with these six healing sessions and this deep submersive in nature, like you, you are going to have major shifts in clarity and healing while you're here. Yeah. And it's so crazy. I am just like on a personal level. I'm like, this makes so much sense. I just want everyone to know one, Amy is a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all the attention to detail and I can, I can just imagine how beautifully planned out and structured out you have this because you are like the quintessential Virgo, but you also, that was one of the things that always fascinated me about you because you've always had this lens of practicality as it came to energy healing so like you really let yourself go and open up to I would say like the mystical side of things but you always had this lens too of how does this practically apply to my life what I'm doing how I'm being and so yeah like I'm so proud of you one but I'm so excited because this is such a beautiful amazing offering and I could just imagine how transformative it's going to be for people. So that said, you mentioned, because I knew about your crystal gridding. We all know that you are no joke with the crystals. We told this story on one of the episodes um, a few years ago, but it's just coming to mind again, this one time where you gridded my entire living room. And you remember how crazy that energy was? <laughs> Oh my God, I called Dee and I'm like, bring all your crystals. Like, let's just do something. So we did. The three of us all of our crystals. And of course, they're all powerhouse crystals. Ay, ay, ay. So that was so much fun. I miss those sessions. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just want to highlight like how amazing it is. Like people, whether you're familiar with crystal work or not, like literally Amy's connection with crystals and her natural way of just even being guided with gritting and how much you went into the study of gritting on top of that, like it, it's undeniable, like what you feel and experience and um, so many intentions that we set around the grids that you created. But you mentioned sound bowl healing. So this is a part of your life that's new to me. What is that like, babe? And can you talk a little bit about the benefits of sound healing, like how we interact with that energetically? Yeah. Well, I was introduced to sound healing back in San Diego. And I think it was either probably you or DeAndrea that told me about these. And I started going because I just needed to deeply relax. And of course, since I am a Virgo and I was very um, just, just over analytical in my head and I needed a way to escape what was going on in my head. And sound healing was that for me because, or is that for me rather, because these vibrations and this sound that all um, 
side note with the bowls, I learned a lot with the bowls. They all are associated with a different chakra and they all have a different musical note. And anyway, what I didn't know during that time was that these notes were realigning my chakras. They were rebalancing me. The sound was so loud that it just reverberated through my body. And I was even having like past life experiences laying there listening to them because it was just something that completely resonated with me and what I needed for my healing and to feel better. And I know people can relate to that where they have so much mind chatter that they don't know how to turn it off. And and crystals and that sound that emanates from them makes you shut up. It makes you relax. It deepens your relaxation. And so I've loved, I have loved integrating this into the practice because it is another form of energy healing. And the sound is able to almost like re- recalibrate your body, just like energy healing does, yeah. uh, just like it does. And this sound was just a new way for me to understand how we can bring our bodies back into harmony. So why not share this with others? If it works so much for me, and there's a lot of people like me too, that it's it's going to work for them too. Why not integrate this into the practice? That makes all the sense in the world. And it's funny, I completely forgot about this, but I'm sure I probably told you back then too. There was this woman who used to come to this acupuncture place in Hillcrest and she would do the sound bowls. And it was literally like, as soon as she started, I felt like I left my body and went to another planet. Like it was no effort, no anything. But just like you said, it's like the sound puts you in this trance state and then you can feel almost like, you become like free in your body is the best way to describe it. But then on the other side, yeah, you totally like you feel different and it, it is an amazing experience. So God, I'm like, mm-hmm. Ames, I'm coming, I'm coming to Florida because all of this is. <laughs> amazing. And so I know golf cart to go run around the property again. So you have ultimate freedom. You have a lot of downtime too, because you know, you, that's the reason why you're here. And then of yeah. course you have, in our one day outing but it's it's for everybody if they have that awareness of how important it is to take a time out for themselves and to do this self-care I'm glad you said that because this isn't just for Reiki practitioners and it doesn't matter like where you are in your path it's just if you're in a space of knowing I'm ready to create space for my own healing, my own awareness, my own realignment. So it's open for everyone, right? It really is. And I think it's, you know, looking back on my journey here, you know, I was single for so long, working my ass off. I needed to unplug. I would so much signed up for something like this just to get away. I didn't have to worry about bringing friends because this is about me. It's not about anybody else. And of course, you're welcome to bring a friend. There's shared villas. You can bring your family, like whatever. But my point is, is this is for you. And to have the awareness and maturity to understand that when your cup is full, you will feel better. You will be more connected. Your life will flow. And those things that bothered you before you showed up are no longer going to bother you anymore when you leave. And it's just a deep submersive for yourself, for your mind, for your body, for your spirit. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that's so incredible too. Like 
yeah, just like the examples that you gave of how Reiki obviously um, helps a lot with relaxing our nervous system and helping us to feel um, like not just reacquainted with the body, but just the, acknowledging like the shift in the functionality of our physicality. But you keep bringing back to and highlighting how much it really supports us emotionally and mentally. And those are really our biggest challenges, like the stories we tell, the fears we have, what we're attached to, um, the emotions are that create stories and fears from the past, like all of those are like getting down to the nitty gritty of how once you start allowing energy to move, it kind of like unlocks a lot of this baggage, right? And then we start to come into realization of like, whoa, this is what I've been holding on to. This is how it's been affecting me. But it's it's interesting the way energy work also gets you in a different mindset where you can finally look at it and process it differently than you would have before. So I just want to ask you too, before we go, I mean, because you have given us a glimpse into your story and, um, Again, I just think it's so relatable, but from even where you sit now and as excited as you are to share, can you just talk about a few of the things that have been obvious to you about how energy work has shifted you, changed you, helped you, anything in that? It's so funny because I, the more I start talking and interacting with people, the more obvious it is that they need Reiki, only because I've been in their position and I can understand the emotional side of how much Reiki helps you shift your perspective. It helps you stop firing these neurons in your brain that are making you addicted to releasing chemicals in your body that make you depressed, make you angry, make you upset. And it's helped me discover in others too, as they share with me their journey and how Reiki helps just how much it means to have uh, this healing modality that people are gaining a lot more awareness of that you don't need to take a pill for, that you don't need to, like you're not going in for a counseling session, you're not going in, do you know what I mean? It's, It's something that is so subtle that has such a deep impact on your life, on how you show up for your life on um, how you physically feel, because as we know, everything mental that goes on manifests physically within our body as well. So when you're stuck in these lower vibrational energies, your body is telling you by, you know, not feeling well, but we don't know how to shift out of them. So I think by raising more awareness about how Reiki helps you emotionally too, it will help people unlock their own spirituality, their own way of thinking, their own you know shed shed that stuff that is holding them back from following their heart so many people in this work and when you give people reiki sessions or when we talk about reiki um we all begin to understand that we have to follow our heart and not be in our mind space anymore and reiki helps you to do that yeah yeah i don't know if i no you totally answered the question yeah no but i think that is like one of the things I'm excited about, because I do think people are starting to have more conversations around the bigger picture and how impactful this is. And the reason like, you know, like, you know, I've been doing the podcast since 2013. And the reason it's been so important to me is because 
we see how like this is the thing I've always been motivated to do my self work because I'm like well if I'm a better human <laughs> that's a good contribution to the collective but if I can share tools with other people and they go through their own healing process again that's just another contribution to the collective and as we mentioned a little bit ago we've all had a lot stir up in the last few years where it's like hey like, what am I going to do now? What do I want to be now? What I think we're finally feeling more almost like we can't ignore what we're feeling called towards what we recognize we need to heal. But I love this idea of the retreat, because I'm just thinking about how supportive it is to have a few days of immersion, because I think of like, you go to a one day class, or even you go to one session, and then you go through the next couple of days of integrating and shifting and nobody's there to like kind of walk you through it. Right. So I just think this is such a unique and amazing opportunity for people to have that support while you're going through these transformative cycles and days. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And it's super cool that we are on this amazing property and I will be doing other retreats elsewhere as time moves on. You know, I, I want to go to Sedona and these other amazing, magical places. So I will definitely share that with everybody else. But I mean, the time is now. Like, why yeah. Why are you why are you feeling like crap? You need to make that conscious effort to do something for yourself and to feel better because you deserve to feel better. Yeah. And this is to do that in because you're fully supported for the whole week you show up yeah. and you don't have to think about your meal how to get around nothing you just show up for yourself I, up. I love that and it's funny you say the time is now it just popped into my mind that next year because this is like a good setup for the next phase that we're going through next year next year in numerology is a universal year seven which is all about spirituality which is all about being more introspective and coming into your own divine alignment and awakening. So, I mean, yeah, the time is now. So how do people learn more? Could you tell us about your Instagram and your website? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so my website, super simple, amysagereiki.com. And um, I have my retreats on there and the offerings. There's more pictures of the villas and the property. And, um, of course, where we're going out in nature so there's more of a description about the offerings and I offer different workshops too that are completely optional yeah. again this is your time and your space um and my my instagram is amy.sage.reiki and um I am on facebook as well so you can find me there amy sage um so a few social media sites and I've been posting photos and some videos of the property here it's just pure magic Yolanda, it's, I mean, you would melt here. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm telling you, I'm in love with the tree that's right behind you. Like that alone, I want to come just to hug and sit under that tree. <laughs> like, I don't even need to see anything else. I know. I, well, of course, it's even deeper for me because I am an earth sign. And, you know, like I've always loved, I was always on the beach when I lived in California. Like, I was always walking the beach. Like, the earth is so incredibly healing. And it's just, it's, I mean, it's a no brainer to be able to do this for yourself. Yeah. Well, babe, I am again, like, I'm so excited for you. I'm proud of you, but I'm excited for the people who come and get to experience this because I have 
encountered firsthand of what you're like as a healer and what you're like as someone who holds space and facilitates space for people being seen and heard. So I know personally, like, it's just, it's amazing. So I just, I mean, I'm sure they're already looking it up, but in case you missed any of that, it's down in the show description. Her website is amysagereiki.com and on Instagram, amy.sage.reiki. All of it will be down in the show description. But I can't thank you enough for coming to share this today, babe. Maybe DeAndre and I can plan to come down together and get to experience all of this with you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much to share this with everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, anything that's going to help all of us on our paths and in the community, you know, I'm all in on it. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and for everyone else, we will see you soon. Bye for now. Okay, beautiful alchemist. As I said, I'm sure you got a lot from Amy's story and what she shared. And, you know, even though I've been friends with her throughout this journey, and I've been able to witness firsthand what her process of transformation has been like, it is amazing for me to hear it in her words and how resonant it was for me. And recognizing again, that these paths are so so amazing and delicate and uh, fragile at times, you know, um, just it's unbelievable what we go through when we finally decide to show up for our healing. And if we can allow ourselves to trust in the process, what we end up recognizing about ourselves and our healing and what happens through our processes of transformation, it's really so invaluable and hard to articulate, hard to put into words, but it's definitely one of those things that with direct experience of it, you will never be the same. So if you are interested in connecting with Amy and joining her for one of these phenomenal retreats, be sure to go to her website, amysagereiki.com. You can also, again, follow her on Instagram at amy.sage.reiki if you want to keep in touch with what it is that she's doing. If you're already located in Florida and want to join her for any of her events, or again, if you just want to see when her retreats will be happening, you can learn all of that by following her. And if you want to learn more about Oracle or work with me with the Energetic Alchemist Oracle deck, don't forget to go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. The masterclass that accompanies the deck will be starting on the winter solstice. So there's a lot that I'm excited to share with you, including the upcoming uh, Alchemy Circle for 2023. But you can learn about all of that on my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Reiki Radio. And you will have posts and updates about the show, guests that have come. And also every now and again, I share some uh, little glimpses of my own life, but it's kind of rare. But uh, yeah, but follow me over there. I love to hear from all of you. I love your suggestions. I love hearing how your own path is going, your own insights, which you are learning and continue. Feel free, email me anytime. I try my best to respond as quick as possible. So I hope you all are having a lovely day out there, wherever you may be. 
And remember to always journey in love.